Welcome to the Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Variety Channel today. This is your host, Melody Edmondson. We have a wonderful show planned for you today. And I want to make sure I leave plenty of time for our guest, Michelle Owens from Artifacts. And she has a wonderful portrait gala coming in October, Wise Women, the 50 over 50 portrait gala from Artifact Photography Studio. So it is my great pleasure to introduce Michelle Owens, photographer. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Melody. Thank you so much for having me on. Yes, I'm just thrilled that you are here. And I have to tell everyone that I was telling Michelle before we came on live that I, I like to study science and quantum physics and theology in my off time. And I ran across an article that said, because I also love to study time travel as of late, and uh, now that I've learned time is supposed to be bi-directional, uh, I thought, well, wouldn't that be great? I could just go back and, you know, tighten up my skin, come back, save all that money on a facelift. <laughs> but anyway, as I was reading this article, I found that they didn't even think about time per se until the 18th century when a photographer was doing photography, black and white photography, and then scientists were looking at this and they were saying, ah, hmm, that makes me think about time. So then they started thinking about time and the more photographs they looked at through the years, they saw how people obviously were aging and they were thinking of time in terms of linear. Well, I know that all of us love it when we have a fabulous picture of ourselves and we don't like it when we have a very unflattering picture and I can, uh, or photograph, I should say, but I am someone who um, does not photograph well. And a lot of, when I was younger and much prettier and much thinner, people used to say, oh, you should do modeling. You should do modeling. So of course I did do some modeling when I was young, but they had to do a lot of roles because my eyes blink and I have a lot of blinks in my eyes. So my eyes would be closed. And so they'd have to use a lot of roles. And that's not a good thing. If you're a model, they like to do it and get it done. Anyway, I hired Michelle to do my uh, headshot for my page on this variety channel for Voice America. And I never saw so many great pictures. I mean, she just made, made me look really good, better than I normally look. And I never have had pictures that photographs that flattered me. It, I'd be lucky if I had some that were good, but she certainly has a, a very special thing about her photography in a way that she can capture you without your eyes closed or from poor angles. She does very good angles for your face structure. And not just that, what I noticed in my uh, proofs from her is when I would show them to my family, it's like everybody liked a different photograph. Like I couldn't, not everybody liked 
just one, like in high school, you know, you get your pictures done for your senior year and usually there's one better than the others. But these, there were so many and there was like eight that everybody was picking, selecting a different one. And I found out the reason was in the different photographs, she captured different nuances of my personality. What, what, whatever that is, you know, I don't need to discuss on the air, but Michelle, you can't hide it from Michelle. Let me tell you, only your photographer knows for sure. So let me turn this show over to Michelle so she can tell us about this, how she got into photography, uh, how she was motivated to express her creative urges in her talents, because I understand she has very many. I've heard from lots of people that she's just very, very creative in lots and lots of ways. So Michelle, tell us about your journey. Uh, It has been an interesting journey for sure, Um, especially because I did not start my photography business until I started, until I turned 50. So I had a career in uh, corporate America for 30 years um, in the high-tech industry. So as we had spoke before in the uh, 90s, I was in San Jose uh, calling on high-tech firms, designing in semiconductors and uh, doing manufacturing. Um, But I always had a camera with me and I have always been a photographer. Uh, The first thing I ever bought for myself with my own money that I made from a paper route was a camera. And my mom thought it was just the silliest thing ever that I just didn't realize those little, you know, cameras took film and that film had to be developed and all of that costed money. And where was I going to get that money? And I said, well, I already made money from my paper route and I bought the camera. So I'll buy film and I'll develop it. And that's exactly what I did. Uh, So I continued on. And so over the years, um, it was just a medium that I always loved with. So I experimented with everything from taking photos of my friends, of course, my family, um, some of our treasured uh, family photos from those years are ones that I, I took. And then I got into, of course, landscape photography. Everybody wants to be Ansel Adams uh, at some point. And I got into food photography and came back to people. And it was just always something that I could experiment with and, and have fun. Um, I didn't really think about becoming a professional photographer until my late 40s when I came across my mentor. Her name is Sue Bryce. And she convinced me that um, I could make a business out of it. And if I only had the courage to try. And so I did, I mustered my courage and started photographing my family again, and then friends. And I really enjoyed what I was producing. And that was everything from really clean portraiture to things that were very creative, you know, um, doing sets like uh, women dressed as Marie Antoinette with the big wigs and decorated. And I found that I loved creating things too for photo shoots. So crowns and things with flowers. And so some things are very lyrical. And then some people come to me and say, I don't like any of that. You know, I just want it clean, beautiful, traditional portraiture. I want something I can use in in my business, on my website. And I love doing that too. So for me, 
what I'm always really striving for when I have a person in front of me and I'm about to photograph them is to get their essence, right? Everybody's different. Everybody has different goals. So everybody's photo shoot is different. You know, I would like to say uh, that really no two photo shoots are the same. Um, I pose people for their body type. Um, I pose people for the types of mood that they want to have in their, their photographs. Um, and uh, I, I work with them. So people too, I think are a little surprised at how much the that goes into a session because I always meet uh, with everyone, at least in Zoom or in person before their photo shoot uh, to talk about their goals, talk about what we're capturing. Most of my clients uh, have seven to eight wardrobe changes. And so they can do everything from something very casual all the way up to something formal or in between or a series of photos based upon the theme. Um, so we get together and we talk about their goals and we create a plan for the photo shoot. Uh, I 99% uh, of the time work with a makeup artist. I have a number of makeup artists that I work with. Um, and so the makeup artist will come in uh, on site and do hair and makeup in my studio. So when my client is finished, we can immediately go into the studio and start photographing. So and then we take our time because some people are very nervous and that's why I love hair and makeup because people come in, they get a little pampering, they can relax, enjoy that experience. And then when they come in, you know, they're already feeling better uh, about being in the space and excited to have their photo shoot. But sometimes it takes a little bit longer for um, some of my clients to, to kind of, you know, get into it. So I don't like to rush. I don't like to say, Oh, a photo shoot is just 45 minutes. Come in. We're going to do these. And then out, I do it kind of however long it takes for us to feel like we captured what we wanted to capture that day. Did we meet our goals? And then I always try to wrap up the day too, with a little fun uh, and try something that is new and that, or, or something too, that my client might do that is a little unexpected, something that maybe they have to take a little deep breath and go, okay, I will put that crown on my head or do something different. <laughs> but we do try to end the, the, the day with a, doing something a little creative, a little something different. Mm -hmm. um, and it ends up being an amazing experience, not only for the client, but for me too, because every time somebody comes into the studio, it's a little bit different. And it, it is mm -hmm. it's a very creative uh, process, uh, regardless of the type of photos that we are oh, capturing boy, that well, day. You are very good, and you do capture essence. I do think you do that. I saw that also in uh, Kelly and Philip Grimes' photograph with his little sports car and her gorgeous outfit that is, I understand from your studio, just beautiful. And it was fantastic. And I'm looking at this photo behind you of this beautiful little girl. She almost looks like an angel in the water or it lily yeah, pads, yeah. like a mermaid almost. Yeah, exactly. Just beautiful photograph and petals everywhere and her skin and the makeup, the way you did it with just the lips and the pale skin and her beautiful blonde hair yeah. with the flowers. She just looks 
but it doesn't look posed. It looks more like she was just there and you came along and took the picture of this little nymph in the, wa- <laughs> in the water. And I, it's probably on your floor, but it looks like it's in the water. No, no, it was in the water. And people are okay. always surprised by that. Yeah. I actually got a shallow pool for my backyard and we put netting in the bottom and we threw shells in there and we wanted to do, um, in fact, that's a complete oh, photo of it there on yeah. my studio magazine. Oh. Um, and then we uh, made the crowns here. So this one in particular was made by my sister, Juliet, but we did a whole series of mermaid crowns because I couldn't quite find what I wanted. Yeah. And so we were up until two o'clock in the morning, the, the night before this photo shoot, completing the crowns and putting everything together. Well, they are just right. fantastic. I love it. So, yeah, I get a little bee on my bonnet at different times and say, oh, I want to do this um, kind of, uh, you know, creative uh, photo shoot. And we put it together. It's and- a great and then the thing is, people come in and then they say, I want to be a mermaid too. And so I have had, <laughs> I have had other photo shoots where we, we did have people come back and we shot mermaids for the day and it was fun. Oh, wow. That is so fun. Well, tell us, uh, I know you do, you're always very busy doing photo shoots, but you have a very interesting show coming up. I want you to tell everyone about that because I don't want to wait till the very end. Okay. <laughs> I want you to talk about it and tell us where it's going to be and where we can get tickets so people can write it down. And I'll also have it on our uh, website, but I want want people to be able to write it down today. Or, Or they can also text. You can email me or you can email Artifacts and you'll give them your have it on there. I would be happy to to do that. Um, So uh, this uh, project was two and a half years in the making. So I've had the pleasure of photographing 50 women aged 50 plus from Southern Arizona. And I wanted to do a project, Projects are really interesting because, you know, you have to kind of think of the entire collection and what you're really, you know, trying to put forth. And so for me, um, my life changed significantly when I was 50. So uh, in my late 40s, um, my oldest sister, Linda, uh, contracted breast cancer and I was her caretaker in the last year and a half of her life. And I ended up moving her from Northern California here to Tucson, Arizona. And, you know, like any event like that, um, you start thinking about your life and uh, what needs to change and what your goals are. And I decided that while I loved my career in tech, it was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Um, it wasn't as rewarding as um, I found it once upon a time. And I wanted to do something more creative. I really wanted to connect with people. Um, and I wanted to do something that I felt was really fulfilling. And so as I was doing more and more photography, I just loved the feeling that I got when I was working one-on-one in particularly with women. I love photographing men as well. Um, and, uh, you know, children, um, of a certain age, (laughs) a lot easier when they are older and take direction Um, (laughs) (laughs) and you're not having to try to bribe them. And, you know, um, so, um, so I just decided that I wanted to uh, completely change my life and what would that look like? So, 
as I started photographing people, um, the women, especially if they were coming in with their families or they go, no, not me. Don't photograph me. Just, you know, my, my children, I just want uh, photos of my girls or this or that. And I'm like, why is it that women of a certain age feel like they should not be photographed anymore, that they should not be seen, that they should not. I'm like, there's enough of that going on in the media and all of that where women get to be a certain age and we're largely ignored. We're not used in advertisements anymore. We're not. And yet, and yet, you know, uh, this is when we're stepping into our our power. This is really when we're hitting our stride. You know, we've raised our families. We have experience. A lot of us have had careers. And now we have so much to give back and all of a sudden we're not deemed worthy of being photographed or being seen or that our weight is more interesting than our personalities. I'm like, for women who are like, I just need to lose 20 pounds. I'm like, you are not your weight. Your, your weight is the least interesting yeah. thing about you. You have a light that shines within you and we need to capture Absolutely. that. Um, so I found over time that that had to be a real hot button with me that, and I still see it. It's like when people say, Oh, she looks good for her age. <laughs> like, oh, I'm like, what do you mean? This is when women are just, they're gorgeous. They've gotten character into their face. They've lived years. They've had happiness and pain and success and failure. And, you know, this is the time where you really want to delve into their stories and get to know them. So one day I had a, a woman, uh, her, her name is Dawn. She's wonderful. She came in. It was the same story. She's like, I haven't been together with my girls for years. It's uh, we're all going to be in Tucson for Christmas. And we wanted to find a photographer that I could find that would take photos of my girls. And I said, what about you? And she's like, well, no, it's, you know, the same thing. And I said, listen, I will photograph the, the your daughters. I would love to, to do that, but you need to step in front of the camera, mom, and you need to be captured too. And so she acquiesced and she came in and she was photographed with her, her girls. Uh, she was photographed on her own and with her girls. And then I did, I got the images that she wanted of her daughters together and all of that, but I photographed her individually with each one of her daughters as well. And she just had the most incredible experience that day. And, and later she, when she at her reveal session, when she was looking at all it, she was just like, she was just crying and Aww. she's like, these are just so special. And she goes, not only is it the memory of these missions, she goes, the, the, the photographs are beautiful, but she said now, you know, that especially later after she got her wall art and put them up on the wall, she goes, every time I look at those photos up on my wall, it brings me back to that moment. She goes, I was able to actually put my arms around all of my adult daughters and sit with them. She goes, when does anybody ever just get to hug on their adult child? It, you know, she goes, I was able to sit there and just really take in that experience. And she said, now those photos just bring me right back to that day yes. and, and how special it was. Special and moments. I went, okay, I hit upon it. And I, I knew I was right, but she, it really having her experience and her giving me that feedback that yes, I was right. And she was so glad that I talked her into being photographed. And each of the girls too were thrilled of having 
photos individually with their mom. They're like, you know how that is? That's always group portraits is always. And so each of the girls selected uh, portraits of them with their mother. They selected group portraits as well, group portraits of them with their sisters. And, you know, they got these beautiful collections that they will now have for the rest of their lives. So it's a moment in time that we recorded. It's there for all of history. And when those girls end up having kids and they age and those are heirloom portraits now that will be not only enjoyed by them, but by future generations. And that's really, I think the power of what I do. And so with this 50 over 50 project, um, I am not the initial creator of the 50 over 50 projects. There were our 50 over 50 projects going on all around the globe. I think the first one was in Australia. And then Forbes um, came out with their own 50 over 50 list in 2021. And so that really then put a spotlight on these projects. And it was funny because I started my project back in 2020, at the beginning of 2020. And so it was off and running and uh, women are like, yes, I want to be part of this. And then COVID hit and I had to put the brakes on the project for about seven months. And then um, once things started to settle out, I started hearing from women going, are you open? Can we come in? I want to have my photo shoot. I want to have fun for the day. It's been so grim the last six months. Can I please come in and do something fun in your safe and warm environment? I'm like, yes, yes, you can. So, um, so the project kind of started picking up speed as women start started feeling comfortable about venturing out again and uh, getting their photos taken and all of that. And um, so, it, fo- really photographing these women, it's it's interesting. So, how my project is a little different um, is that I also. Uh, interviewed each of the women extensively. So each of the interviews were anywhere from an hour and a half to three or four hours long, depending upon where our conversation took us and what was going on. So I have just an extraordinary amount of information from these women about where they're at, their hopes and dreams, bucket lists, um, things that have happened to them, um, what they want for the next generation. And so I am in the midst right now of finishing um, articles for a magazine that will be a companion piece to the project. Um, And um, each of those magazine articles are right now about 1500 words each, give or take. Um, And then the magazine will also uh, include additional uh, photos from each of the women's photo shoots. So it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be large. The magazine is going to be hundreds of pages. uh, And it's uh, also has taken on a life of its own. So uh, the portrait gala, uh, to get back to that, um, keep me on track, uh, Melody. I I like like it when you go into the stories and listeners, you too. Oh my so gosh, that's I have fine. Stories upon stories. We've got time. We've got time. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, give me the, the mornings. Um, mm-hmm. So the the portrait gala, um, it is will be October 13th. It will start at 5 p.m. It'll be at the Savoy Opera House. And the beauty about that, too, is that uh, that location has both indoor and outdoor spaces. Uh, the uh, portraits will actually be indoors because we know Tucson and wind and things like that. So they need to be protected and indoors, but uh, we'll be able to also mingle outside. It also has plenty of 
lots and lots of parking and it's uh, free, which is also nice. Um, and then I didn't want people just to come and look at the photos and feel like they had to head out. So it's going to be a complete evening. We're, we're having dinner. So there's um, a, a bar. Uh, it's a no host bar, but um, we'll have wine, beer, cocktails, uh, dinner, and then uh, the art on display, the women will be there. Uh, you'll be able to see them. They'll have badges on that have cool. their names. Well, they'll, they'll stand out. I'm also hoping that they'll hang out with their, you know, portraits for a while. People can come up and talk to them and talk to them about them, their, their lives. Um, I have a gallery right now that I'm trying to round out. Uh, that's on my website right now. Um, that is all the women. I wanted an overarching theme uh, to the, the project, something that was every, that every woman uh, participated in. And so I uh, photographed them each in a black turtleneck. And so um, each of those portraits are black and white on my website. And so you can go and see that gallery. I'm rounding out right now. I'm madly and trying to write all of the just the little snippets um, of each woman just a little blog post and then the bigger article will be in the magazine but those black and white portraits are just beautiful they're they're timeless and most of the women were like black turtleneck oh for goodness sake and I, so I was going to say my hot tip is if anybody on your show that's listening that has a photo shoot at some point and they're not sure what to wear one of them should be a black turtleneck it is classic it is gorgeous and then they make for the best black and white photos um as as well because you're already shooting in a, in a monochrome you know palette so it looks fantastic but at the portrait gala each of the women will have a creative portrait of them on display so um each of the women of course, wanted to be photographed in uh, different styles, different creativity, different, you name it. And so we have something like uh, Dee in the background where she wanted to be a phoenix uh, rising from the flames. And the story about that was she came in for her pre-photo shoot um, uh, consultation and she had gone through a divorce and she was starting a business and some of her children and one of her daughters had already left home and was going to be a nurse. Another one just started college this year and she still has a son at home, but everything was changing for, for, for her. And, you know, as divorces do, it had really taken its toll on her. And, but as she was sharing her story and, you know, her hopes, you know, the future and how she was coming out of this and the things that she was doing, I got this flash of her, like as a Phoenix, I'm like, I said, you know, your story is so inspirational. You sound like a Phoenix rising from the flames to me. I said, you really feel like you're just rising up and you're about to just hit your stride. Like you're, you know, you're going out there in the world, you're going to do it. And then we kind of paused and we looked at each other <laughs> And you know, when you get that eye connection, you're like, we're both thinking about her being a Phoenix rising. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and she looked at it and she goes, can we do that? Can you make me a Phoenix rising from the flames? And I said, well, okay. Um, let me think about this. I said, well, first off, we need some, some wings. And so she's like, okay, I'm on it. I'm going to, I'm going to buy some wings. I'm like, great. And so we went about making her a Phoenix rising from the flame. So uh, her wings came in. In fact, a lot of times when people look at that image, which is the cover image. So people go and buy tickets or on Eventbrite, it's the cover image for that. And a lot of people ask, 
ask if she's really wearing those wings because people are so used to everything being done in Photoshop today that they think that they were just, you know, added um, virtual reality. Exactly. I'm like, nope, she's really wearing those wings. And but we did add in the fire. I couldn't figure out how to start a fire in the studio. <laughs> so, I'm so glad. <laughs> so, so I did have to draw a line somewhere. Um, and so my husband and I um, uh, lit off smoke bombs in the backyard and he, I captured those. And then we actually did create a fire in the backyard too. And I captured that the flames. And then I did do that as digital art in Photoshop. Uh, to complete the final. And when she saw that in the image finish, she was so excited. I came over. I'm like, are you ready? We had like them yelling. I lifted the computer, the laptop. <laughs> and like, look. And she's like, oh my God. And she just sobbed. I mean, she was just like so moved. She's like, so it turned good. out so much even better than I thought it would. And she, and then what makes my heart sing is she said that she's going to print it big. We're going to get her really big wall art and she's going to put it up in her house. I love and it. she said, and every time I think that I might fail or things are changing, because I'm going to remind myself I'm a phoenix from the flame and I can always, always reinvent myself. And I will always, always be a phoenix. Yes. All right. And I'm like, yes. So That's wonderful. What an empowering statement right? that so, visual is just exactly, in and of itself. Exactly. And so I love challenges like that. So not everybody wanted to be a phoenix rising <laughs> from the flame, but uh, when we did, well, we created it. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of just really powerful images um, in the show. And I just, and some of them I have not showed anywhere. Um, in fact, one of the women, I just created an art piece for her. She does not know. It's a surprise. And she's not going to see it for the very first time until she arrives at that show. So I'm, I, it's like Christmas for me, right? You know, it's like I created these little things and it's like people are going to come and it's like, ta-da, here it is. So it'll be 50 uh, portraits on display. They're big. They're like the mats are two feet by three feet and they're going to be on oh. easels. They're going to be illuminated. I had to find these book lights that would illuminate all of the images uh, in the space because it is a teeny bit dark in there. So I just really wanted to make sure that all of the portraits would pop. Um, and it's going to be a magical evening. We have a DJ coming. The Savoy has a huge dance floor. So, uh, Melody, I want to see you out there (laughs) (laughs) and enjoying dinner and having fun and talking with the ladies. I'll definitely be eating and (laughs) (laughs) you'll be out there. And so uh, people have asked, they're like, is this just an event for women? I'm like, no, men are invited as well. Um, I'm like, bring a friend, you know, bring your spouse, bring your bestest friends, bring two, three, four people. Um, come and enjoy and have fun. So it is going to be one of those things where people are going to come, they're going to stay and it's going to be a blast. So oh, it sounds like it. Tell me again, uh, it's at the Savoy Opera House and that's, is that Tanky Verdi? Yes, correct. And Kolb, it's in Trail Dust Town. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, and it's funny, the Savoy, you kind of go in uh my husband remarked that it's like the Harry Potter tent. <laughs> you walk into the front door and then it's like, 
oh, where did this come from? This is <laughs> quite surprising. So we're going to have indoor and outdoor seating as well. Um, so lots of tables, you know, for people to also have their dinner and sit. And I'm hoping people will really mingle and get to know each other. As you said, a lot of uh, people that know each other are coming to the event. A lot of the women too came into the uh, project as a referrals uh, from one another. So it is, uh, I think it's going to be quite lively and entertaining. And if you come and you don't know anyone, these are women who will say, hi, my name is Michelle. Nice to meet you. What's your name? And uh, it's an inclusive group. So if you're new to Tucson, it's a good event to come to and meet lots of amazing, amazing women. And they can, the listeners can go to Artifact uh, yeah, so, studio.com and yeah, they can so it's, get yeah, all the info. Yeah, so it's artifactps.com, uh, but we also created a, a separate website uh, called the 50 over 50 experience. And so that's the, and then the numbers five zero um, over five zero experience. And that is because as time goes on, what I've really heard from the women too, is that they would love to create a sense of community um, with, uh, the other women. Mm-hmm. And so we not only want to have this event, but we also want to start getting together on a regular basis and doing other kind of experiences. I don't quite know what that looks like yet, but I'm gathering feedback from people and, uh, attendees and other people that, you know, I've had, uh, even younger people say, I, you know, you guys all seem like really cool ladies. I'd like to come and hang out with you. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Why not? Um, so, uh, the 50 over 50 experience.com also has a link to Eventbrite. Um, if you go directly to Eventbrite, uh, there's a search bar. You can type in wise women colon uh, the 50 over 50 portrait gala, and it will pop right up. Um, early bird tickets, um, are on sale through September 13th. They're $45. And then after that, they pop up to, um, $55 and then they increase again at the door significantly. So make sure, uh, that you purchase early, especially because, uh, we have food and my (laughs) caterers need to know how many people are coming so we can make enough food for everyone. So the earlier I can get them a more accurate number, the better. So please, please, please help me out. And by Sounds like a <laughs> wonderful evening. Just oh, fantastic. It's, it is. And the other thing too, we did put portrait gala on there, but it's not a black tie event. Certainly if you want to really get uh, dressed up and come in your finest, feel free. Um, but we just wanted to make sure that while it's not formal and it's not black tie, that everybody does put a little extra effort into putting their best foot forward with their uh, clothes for that evening. Yes. And I think people are very much wanting to do that right now after being cooped up. I've I've seen a lot of people go out and be more dressed up than normal because they've been in in their yoga pants long enough. (laughs) So true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) We want to get those ladies out shopping and buying beautiful clothes. So by all means, come in your finest, but also if that's just asking just a little too much, then do, you know, come in whatever makes you feel fantastic. To enjoy the festivities. I want to ask when you, uh, whether it's for the 50 over 50 or just when you are having a, um, going to photograph someone, whether it's a person or a family or whatever, 
is your process that first, uh, you know, when they call you is that you set up a time first you meet and then they come back and you do the photographs and then they come back if they're going to do an interview or whatever for your 50, 50, 50 over 50, or if it's just a regular, uh, a photo shoot that they want to photograph, say, there's a grandmother and uh, her husband has died, but she wants to give her photograph to her children or her grandkids and she comes in. What would be your process? First, you meet with her and then. Uh, yeah, so it kind of depends. You know, um, I try to kind of meet people where they are. So some people are very comfortable with Zoom now because of. Um, the pandemic and people were getting on zoom and talking. So a lot of oh, zoom. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people feel comfortable now jumping on zoom and having a conversation. So a lot of times I love to just do initial talks, um, kind of talk about the process, what we're doing. Um, then uh, the next step would be to hire me. And at that point we kind of really kind of dig into the details. Um, And a big part of what I do, in fact, um, I have a, a, Susan Allen is helping me with my marketing. And when she first came into my studio and I gave her a, a tour, she looked around and she got really excited. So she's like, so you're meaning to tell me that you do a lot of stylist work. So, cause she was looking at all my accessories oh, and my racks. You have so many, the wardrobe, the mask, the jewelry, oh, Melody, the head pieces. Even oh, more my. than when you were here last, you know, of course, cause I just can't <sighs> stop. And so I do the styling piece and then I also have the photography piece. So she got very quiet for a minute. She started clicking on her. She's like, just let me look. I need to look and see if this is a word. And so she came up and she goes, you are a stylographer. And she goes, you've got the style piece of it and the photography like piece of it, right? And so, stylographer. and so I've started using that now because I think it's kind of catchy and fun. And she goes, I, we can brand around that. I love that. So I love it too. Because <laughs> you, like, you are so you do it all. You're definitely yeah. the and stylist so plus the photographer. That's something that kind of sets me apart. So when we're talking about um, so when we're talking about photos, the, the first thing is the style, right? So uh, depending upon it, the, the, when people really love images, uh, you know, photographs that really stand out to them and you start analyzing them, uh, cause that's one of the things that I ask people too, if they're photographs that you really love, even if they're famous or with movie actors or your friends, you know, uh, wedding or whatever it is. If there's something that uh, there's an image or multiple photographs, send them to me. So let me yeah. kind of take a look and see what your style is, kind of what you're going And for. what do you like about the photo? And what, what do you like it? about it? Because- and if they're in your studio, they're going to see as a stylographer, all of these costumes. I mean, a blouse, a hat, a skirt, like that skirt Kelly Grime had on. I mean, that kind of set the whole mood. So that remind me of Gone with the Wind. Yeah, well, you know what that is. Meets BMW or something. I'm going to tell you what that is. That is a parachute. So the skirt <sighs> that she was wearing oh. is a decommissioned parachute. And it so it did. So you can cinch it up um, and have it, you know, kind of look like a, uh, an amazing skirt kind of in the mm-hmm. front from the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And then you can pull it out 
full length and then it catches the wind so you can throw it. And so that's something I have in, uh, that was in my wardrobe. And she's so tall that it really yeah. kind of needed some volume like yeah. that. And so that, so that was, it was just, fun. So I would never have thought of, of that. I mean, what, I sitting at home, she wouldn't have thought, but then I we want a pair of shoes skirt. You know, and we were looking at photographing with the car and we needed something that we could take out and be rugged too in the desert. So if it got mm-hmm. the, you know, cause originally she wanted to take out one of my tool rubs and I'm like, Oh, with all the stickers and stuff. I'm like, those, those robes are expensive. I'm like, sorry. But I said, I do have this really cool parachute and mm-hmm. it will withstand stickers and this and that. So that, that'll be okay. Right. Um, so the outside, so yes. When we're looking at that, it's like, what are the, and then what are the clothes that are going to go with that? Because when you okay, look at cohesive images, you look at the colors, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the color tones, you look at patterns. So a lot of like um, photos, if you really look at it, the, the clothes don't have patterns per se. They don't have little stripes. They don't have, unless you're doing something flirty and fun and you're purposely working with that. But if you're really doing something that's focused on the person, like texture is good. Um, uh, lace sequins, you know, yeah. um, uh, gauzy, you know, materials that you can, you know, flip or move. Like draw I you in. Yeah. Draw you in. Yeah, or move or whimsy. Where you can, you know, even pockets or layering. You know why? Because we're always, what do we do with the hands? Yeah. You know? So when you're in photos, yeah, you something's can. bothering you about a photo, it's usually the person's hands. And so I'm always diligent. I'm always looking at somebody's hands and saying the way that they have their hands in that photo, is that believable? Would they mm-hmm. really do something with those hands? Because even something like, you know, where somebody's got their hands around their face, there are some people who never, never, never would put their hands up around their face. It's just something that I'm constantly, I, yeah. I, I sit like this all the time mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. something that I naturally do. So one of the yeah. reasons why I like meeting people for pre-consultations is because I get to see them without a camera mm-hmm. on them. And so I get to see them in their natural state of what they would naturally do. How do they mm-hmm. sit? How do they talk? How do they laugh when they're really happy and pleased and, and do relaxed. they use their hands when they talk do, like, okay. i know are i they, do yeah, so you know so your hands have to be somewhere right. in the photograph are they an introvert they... are they an extrovert right. are they you know all of these things and so the pre-photo shoot consultation really helps me with that and then from there and and you know photo shoots can be also to who you aspire to be they don't always have to be a direct reflection of who you are they can also it's kind of like that old yeah. adage dress for success dress for the position that you want right and, and uh photo shoots can be the same thing it's like hey i may not feel like this about myself today but i'm going to assume this a uh, character role of something that i want to be and then guess what you are and you get to see yourself um in that as you're growing and doing often fun things so different photo shoots for different reasons um and so uh sitting down and really kind of talking about those goals and then the clothes are the first thing because once I have the clothes, the clothes dictate kind of the backdrops and then also then the lighting. And then the lighting also is brings the mood. What kind of mood are we going for and what kind of lighting do we need to accentuate underscore or pre- present that mood? Absolutely. That so is all a of those lot. things together, but I never know. Okay you know, that we're going to do the lighting first, you know, it's like clothes, the clothes come yeah. first. Yeah. 
It's yeah. the synthesizing of Unless all Unless somebody those. comes with a photo. it's the mood. Because yeah. it's the mood. Exactly. They, they set the tone kind of for where you're going to go with every, everything else. Exactly. Exactly. It, unless, um, I don't know, if they want something shot in the rain. I mean, I've seen people that love a good thunderstorm and they want to, and I'm thinking, how in the heck did the photographer do that? I mean, I think that's sort of starting backward, but usually, of course, being a person that's into body shapes and waist length and clothing, I, of course, think it uh, should well, and I also have something to do with the clothing. And I, well, absolutely. And I would like to caution people too that um, I had a client come in and she loved, loved, loved a boudoir photo that I took of one of my clients who's very lean and um, she was in a kind of a body stocking kind of thing with a fur coat. And, and so uh, the other client came in, she goes, that is not my body shape. But she goes, I love that. Can I do it? And she's, you know, she's a weightlifter and she's like, I don't know. Can I do it? I said, yeah, why not? Let's do it. And so we uh, took those photos of her. She had, she's like, I feel ridiculous. She comes out in this body stocking. I'm like, I know, I know you're going to feel ridiculous. She's like, oh my God, thank God I'm with you, Michelle. She goes, I don't think I could do this <laughs> Yes. So she's a heavy lifter, you know, yeah. she's, and so she, she did it. She got on those high heels and the body stocking and we got the, the fur coat. And I told her, I'm like, I swear these look amazing. And so I showed her the back of the camera and she's like, Oh my God, these look amazing. And I'm like, yes. So people get these ideas in their head about maybe what they can do or can't do. And I'm here to tell you that if there's a, a particular image that you like, we'll figure out a, a way to do that. And you'll need to take a risk, right? You know, mm -hmm. you'll have to risk feeling a little ridiculous. And although it's funny because one of my clients too, we um, did a, a few sets of her where she was completely nude. And then we uh, ended up um, switching it up. And at the end she did um, lingerie and she told me afterwards, she goes, it's so funny. She goes, I actually felt more comfortable naked than I did in the lingerie. And she said, I never would have predicted that. Um, and, but we had so much fun that the, the lighting was just, you know, we got to play with the dramatic lighting and do yes. the fun shadows. Then, um, her set ended up just, her book is incredible, which people can come to the studio and see. She's given me permission to, um, share her images Ooh, with people wow. who are interested in getting a boudoir with me. So I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah. So I always say, regardless of what type of photos you want, if you want to be completely, uh, you know, naked and come in and explore uh, that side of your personality or mm -hmm. all the way up to, you know, being yourself <laughs> or, hey, yeah. I want to be Marie Antoinette or a phoenix rising from the flames. We'll figure out uh, how, how to create a way to project that for them. I met, uh, well, actually, I knew a woman who she, uh, is, she, she had had a life change in her life uh, with health issues. But when she turned 50, she wanted to do the same thing. She wanted to have boudoir shots for her husband and for herself because 
she always walked and, you know, watched what she ate and this and that. And she still, you know, ended up getting, getting sick. And it's just like she said, you know, one never knows when the, the, what your agreement with your higher self is. And if so, I'm, I'm 50 and I'm really damn lucky to be here and I'm going to get some photographs taken and I'm not waiting until I think I look better or this or that or get my because hair it's a longer. Fallacy. It, it, because it, is a, it is a fallacy. It's people, today. It's today people, that's the moment. People see photos taken of them with, a, you know, a, a little uh, a iPhone or, yeah. and they're, I'm like, it's a whole different experience coming in and having somebody who knows what they're doing not yes. only with their equipment, but with the lighting and everything yes. to come and together. Oh, and just see, like if something's off, you know, you yeah. did it. And I'm yeah. there and I direct people. I'm like, I yes. direct you from the feet up. So everything that goes into that composition of you being photographed is I I'm the one who's coaching you through it. I'm there. You don't have to worry about how you look because I'm looking at you. And yeah, I'm, she's going to make sure you look good. Right. I'm changing your angles. I'm doing things that and are you going to love every single photo? No, who does? But the point is, is that you're going to come out with a collection of images that you absolutely love and that's why we take hundreds of yes, photos that's right come away I, mean, I can't believe images that you absolutely adore yes i mean i've been to a lot of photographers even in new york and i always had to take so many and we didn't even use all the time michelle and i'd allowed because i had told she's going to need all darn day because you're not going to get anything good from me and she had met me and she says, oh, I'm going to get something good. Don't worry. Don't worry. And I, but I was worried. I was so stressed that, of course, I took my dear friend with me so that she could help calm me down and give me some confidence. And, and that's help. a great idea. And I yeah. and I tell women, I'm like, if you want somebody, because what they'll do is they'll make you laugh and I'll be there ready to kind of get those candid and fun shots of you with them making you laugh and feeling more comfortable. So I always say... Yes, um, have your your best friend come with you or your sister or whomever um, that makes you feel most alive and bring them to your photo shoot. That's yes. totally fine. I have other people who are going, no way. I want it to just be you and me, Michelle. And I go, great. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that um, as, as well. So um, it's really one of those things where it's like, it's your day. It's yeah. all about do you. it the way you want. There were probably only children. And, you know, you know? I'm, a, I'm a family of four kids, so I like people around. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing is, too, is when I show people the back of the camera, you know, because we start kind of going along and I want to give people confidence that mm -hmm. what we are catching is, is you good. know, and they'll, they'll look and go, oh, my, oh, my gosh, I, I look amazing. And they have this theory that everything happens in Photoshop. And I'm like, no, I want to spend as little time in Photoshop oh, yeah. as possible. I do not <laughs> live to stand in front of my computer and edit photos. So yes, what we are capturing is you and it's you looking amazing. And so I always think women tell me time and time again, how empowered they feel and how much better they feel about themselves after having a photo shoot. But, and yet almost everyone, I would say 98% of the women that come in and even men too, I've had men tell me that they, oh gosh, you know, they don't feel so good about it. Yeah. And afterwards they're like, wow, I, I wasn't expecting to this to 
feels so empowering like this, especially because I was dreading it. I'm like, I know, I know. So I think when other photographs are taken of you at events or birthday parties or whatever, and you don't like these candidates, first of all, the photographer isn't focusing on you. Right. You know, like, yeah. unless maybe it's your wedding photos or something, <laughs> but I'm talking about all of the events that you go to that you have a scrapbook full of photos of photos of you that you don't like are usually events for other people where the photographer yeah. doesn't really, you're not the focus of their attention. And so you may not be standing the most flattering way or where they set you to sit or to stand is not your best side or whatever, and you don't like the pictures. So then you just get this phobia about going in and having pictures taken of yourself. And I think that is where, where we all kind of are. I know that's how I was. And I, and because I had done some modeling when I was very young in my twenties, I, and I always had to take so many roles and they always had to say, you know, I'm so surprised that I had to take so many roles, but you know, you kept closing your eyes or moving because it's the hardest thing in the world for me to sit still, well, you but know, the, you, you know, did it. That's all I can say you know, to well, me, you're a miracle is. maker. And I'm saying even compared to all of the photographers I had in uh when I was doing some professional photography, to me, you're better than they were. So there you you. go. And so I highly recommend Michelle. Thank you. Well, you know, I just want to remind people that all through history, people have had their portraits done. Mm -hmm. So they used to be painted. We go to museums today and look at people's portraits that were painted. And a lot of my work, I, I am very inspired by uh, the, the the great painters and the yes, portraits yeah. that they did of people. And yeah. it really wasn't until the advent of digital photography where we kind of got a way of doing formal portraits where we yeah. would go in and have yeah. our, and now it's coming back. And I think people yeah. really see the value of having a curated Keepsakes. collection. Keepsakes. Keepsakes. Because, um, you know, people... Yeah people die and then you have to find your pictures mean so much to you when they're no longer on the planet what's the first thing we do if somebody dies the first thing that we do uh, this has been my experience we go and pull photos of them we go and we do we, we do and we do we want to see those memories and we want to see them and i'm like this is your opportunity to really kind of curate you know images that really represent who you are that's right so after you're gone Yep. Your family. Then there's no more time. <laughs> and I'm so sorry, but we're out of time too. And I'm going to have to say goodbye to this marvelous Michelle Owens at Artifact. And please come to the Wise Woman 50 over 50 uh, gala, portrait gala, because it's coming up October 13th. And we want to have many people there. That's okay. You can come from all the 160 countries that we're broadcasting over. Just fly on over. We will we'll be happy to have you. And we'll have, I know we'll have a lot of Spanish language. I don't know about the rest of the languages, but thank you so much. And Michelle, I can't thank you enough for being on our show today. And I will see you on the 13th. All right. Okay. This is you. your host, Melody Edmondson saying, tune in next Tuesday for The Space of the Waste. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.